What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... Horror News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related, and we don't bore you, we get into it, let's do it! I must go, must leave this house, I must go, the time is now, I must go, it's time to get out. And before we get started, if you would hit that subscribe button and that bell, it would mean a great deal to the both of us. You'll get notified when I drop the new episodes every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST. And yeah, I'll have a new subscriber, so hit them buttons, please, and thank you. Yeah, yeah. And first on the docket, it's been a while since we've really dove into some major Black Clover news. Y'all know, in case you don't, in the last episode, we reported that with the 8th anniversary of Black Clover, they were doing a poster as well as an interview with Yuki Tabata and one of the actors from the upcoming Black Clover movie. Well, we don't have the poster, but I do got the interview, and I did want to dive into a little bit of the mind of Tabata, where he's at in 2023, at the very least, when it comes to this film and those things. So, I guess without further ado, I don't want to waste your time. Let's read this article. The interviewer said, Please tell us your honest thoughts when it was revealed that Black Clover would get a movie. Tabata said, I was absolutely overjoyed. Of course, I was aiming for it, but never did I actually think it would get a movie. It's not the goal, but a point of achievement nonetheless. Takahashi-san, how did you feel about it? Which I definitely think that he probably thought he was going to get one a lot sooner than now, considering the fact that no matter what you want to say, the people down at Shueisha, I have videos reporting it on my other channel for Neverworld, that they wanted Black Clover to be the next Naruto. Like, my hero and Black Clover were basically like, which one's going to be the next Naruto? We just got to get another Naruto going because Naruto ended and there's no doubt in my mind that Tabata probably thought well shit they announced a video game they announced an anime very quickly like they're gonna give me my movie so I'm gonna quote Cap on he never thought it would happen like maybe after a certain point and Black Clover didn't perform he probably thought like oh you know he, he lost hope that's a possibility he was like yo uh, maybe it's not gonna happen after all but ultimately I think initially he probably thought he would get this film and at the very least it is happening it's been pushed back from March to June, but it's happening, and that's the important thing. But let's continue. And Takahashi, who is Jester's voice actor, a character in the upcoming Black Clover movie, when I was approached about the film, my role hadn't been decided yet. I was excited to see how I'd get involved into the world of Black Clover, and then my manager told me I'd be playing the role of Jester, a wizard king. I was so surprised I couldn't but yell, I'm a wizard king! The Jester he showed me was very cool. Tabata said, I'm really glad to hear that, which Jester is another one of the wizard kings, because remember, it's, uh, Conrad is the main guy, the guy with the green leaves on his head. So Jester is somebody totally different. One of the other people that was on the side, I think we had an image of him beforehand. But either way, that's pretty dope. Uh, Takahashi said, Jester truly is the coolest of characters in Black Clover. No, he's not. Uh, Yami's like, yo, what's good, dog? Sorry for saying that. I was fascinated by the size of his cape. Okay, bro. Now, we, we in major cap mode. You were fascinated by the size of his cape? Really? Really, dog? Like, where we at with this? And his fluffy hair. Oh, God. Yo, the <laughs> cap, which gave him a true sense of overwhelming strength that I had always longed for as a child. How did you come up with his design? How did they come up with that script of what you're saying right there, buddy? Uh, Tabata. Actually, of all the Wizard Kings, Jester was the most difficult to draw. I tried drawing him with various different motifs, but I just couldn't get it right. And in the end, I was able to find the best way of drawing him in my eyes. Jester was really fun to draw in terms of his clothing, too. Takahashi's VA said, It's a very powerful design, not only in appearance, but the dialogue, too. He appeared in Bleep and somehow ended up at Bleep. I thought to myself, what is this role? Interesting. Okay. Yo, that's 
Little bit of, uh, if you could read between the lines, some spoilers, hold on. Not only an appearance, but the dialogue too. He appeared in Bleep and somehow ended up at Bleep. I thought to myself, what is this role? So he's probably going to have a massive plot twist. Who knows? Maybe he might start off as the clown jester and ultimately end up as a king. And maybe, who knows, he might even do that to Conrad. Maybe Conrad thinks he's going to be running this show like, yo, I'm King Conrad. And then Justice like, haha, the Joker's the strongest card in the deck. You dig? Uh, Tabata said, certainly not in the real world. <laughs> yeah, it must be about clown jesters turning into kings. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, Takahashi's VA said, the character of Jester is so strong that it was very difficult for me to express it. And I was worried how I should go about it for the whole time until the day of my recording. However, I interpreted his righteousness and beliefs in my own way. Not as Fumiya Takahashi like my other roles but as Jester sometimes I felt really lost because it was my first time as a voice actor okay so this was like his first role now I understand a little bit of him fanboying because at the end of the day if it's your first role you know you're just starting out you're gonna be going crazy like oh my god I'm in Black Clover oh my god yes I'm starting even though like you're giving the first role of somebody to a Black Clover movie Shueisha and the people casting what are y'all trying to say nah it's dope giving you a breakout role okay 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 let me relax let me relax but I put my heart and soul into my voice while receiving the feelings that Tabata Sensei had left in the pictures and the script. That's probably the only reason I was able to complete this project. Tabata said, wow, I'm so deeply moved by that croc. I mean, <laughs> I'm so deeply moved and full of emotion. I could die. What the hell? Well, finally, for the fans reading this interview, what would you like to say to them? That was like a two-second interview, dog. What the hell? Takahashi's VA. When I was given this role, I started overflowing with love for Jester, and I owe it all to Tabata Sensei, but I was anxious about just how much I could or couldn't catch up to him i put my heart and soul and my everything into this performance and i would be overjoyed with happiness if the story and jester left a lasting impression in your hearts all i can say is please watch the movie no i can't what <laughs> Alrighty, maybe that's something that Jester constantly screams out no i can't uh tabata said there is a scene in the movie where asta inspires everyone and i'm really looking forward to that part especially i also heard that the production company studio piro is working incredibly hard so i'm looking forward to the action scenes as well the original story is also serializing its final chapter wow its final chapter yo Tabata just said it's serializing its final chapter. I mean, th this could be a mistranslation or a translation that's just basically he means like the final arc, the final chapter of the saga, not the actual final chapter, but the ultimate Wizard King. So please pay attention to that as well. Good call, Tabata. Get that, uh, you know, marketing and super, super uh, appreciate the hustle, fam. And yeah, Black Clover movie incoming. Uh, I, initially, I was like, yo, this is all cap. Like, what actor is going to be coming in here? Like, oh my God, his cape. But if it's your first role, you're going to be fascinated by all of it. So shout-outs to Takahashi. Of course, big shout-outs to Tabata. The final chapter of Black Clover. It's, it's being serialized, fam. Yeah, Ultimate Wizard King. No, they're ending Black Clover. <laughs> well, all good things must come to an end. Onwards to the next chapter, shall we? Or next story. Moving forward, Amazon once again on the prowl of getting rid of their staff. I feel that this is always relevant just because these are the same people that, you know, are putting your orders in when you're ordering anime and manga, when you're ordering merch, when you're ordering anything. These are the people oftentimes if you're ordering from Amazon that are packaging your stuff. And just in general, it's kind of crucial to the world at this point. Amazon is very big. Most people use it for this, that, and the third. But they don't seem to value their employees much because it's like the second or third time that I've heard of major layoffs from Amazon. Let's read this article. Amazon to lay off over 9,000. No. <laughs> Amazon to lay off another 9,000 employees. 
Entertainment News Magazine Variety reported on Monday that Amazon will cut another 9,000 staff positions on top of the previously announced layoffs taking place at the company. Jeez, dang. CEO Andy J.C. stated that the layoffs will affect Amazon Web Services, People Experience, and Technology, Advertising, and Twitch. So, damn, despite the fact that Twitch, ain't Twitch been going up lately? Didn't, like, that dude Kai Sinat broke the record and all that stuff? What the hell is going on, man? Senior management will make final decisions on the positions affected by the layoffs between mid to late April. Jassy stated that the layoffs are due to economic uncertainty, citing the addition of a significant amount of headcount at the company over several years. Basically, they're just trying to cover their tracks because they're getting rid of people to save some money. Amazon's combined full-time and part-time employee count is up nearly 19% at 1.5 million as of December 3rd, compared with the previous year's 1.2. So wait, their employee count is up a little bit, and now they're like, oh, we got to cut down. Twitch CEO Emmett Shear resigned his post last week after 16 years at the company. What? I just said, like, what the hell? Twitch is doing great. And okay, Amazon laid off a major number of its staff at its digital comic book platform division, Comixology, on January 18th. God damn. According to Comixology program manager Scott McGovern, numerous staffers, about 75%, were affected and received an email from Amazon regarding the layoffs. Polygon reported that many people had been affected, and The Beat stated that all jobs at Comixology had been eliminated. All jo- Oh, they're getting rid of Comixology then. They probably feel like they don't need it no more, and we're going to get a little more into all this. Let's just finish reading. The, uh, the entire division was laid off in three parts, with some leaving immediately, others in June, and another group that will stay until October. Amazon Amazon acquired Comixology in 2014. In February 2022, Amazon integrated Comixology into Kindle. Oh, that's why. They, they're just throwing everything into Kindle. They're like, fuck it. It didn't work. Amazon CEO Andy J.C. previously stated on January 4th that the current economy was a factor in this decision and that the company's goal was to pursue long-term opportunities with a stronger cost structure. McGovern confirmed that according to a note sent by Amazon retail CEO Doug Harrington, the layoffs were part of a wider effort to lower its cost to serve and yeah a bunch of crap basically they're getting rid of they're trying to save some money bottom line and i'm gonna take it even a step further it's not only about saving money i'm gonna gonna say that is also that ai is taking up a lot of jobs they don't need to do a lot of jobs no more because and they don't need to hire a lot of people they don't need a lot of employees because a little program they, they invest in a little software or something and it could do a ton of jobs and this is scary dog this is really scary where we're gonna get to a point where and i hate to sound dramatic and whatnot but human beings are gonna be fighting with robots for jobs like if, if it keeps on going this route because i guarantee at the very least a piece of these jobs are being replaced by ai and that's why they're like <laughs> you know we make a one-time investment and this ai could keep going forever and ever we got to keep paying these people you know what i'm saying on top of that we got to give them health benefits we don't got to give health benefits benefits of nothing to AI other than you know repair costs whenever shit breaks down so yeah I'm gonna throw in that AI has to be some factor somewhere in here because I've been noticing a crap ton of you know uh, layoffs in a lot of different companies but I've been seeing a lot of AI advancements and a lot of companies you know investing in AI this and AI that human beings versus robots is real you know what i'm saying people versus robots is a thing and we're starting to see it dog we're little by little wait till we get to the point where you know automobiles are completely autonomous and you know cars can do that truckers say bye to your jobs truckers i hate it because i've known some great truckers but say goodbye to your jobs the robots are taking the jobs it's not a lot of people like oh the immigrants the immigrants it's not the immigrants you got to worry about dog it's the robots okay listen clearly Listen, hear me. Hey, you know, you don't want to listen. You want to think he's being melodramatic. 
Yeah, well, when they, when they take your job, lad, let me know how melodramatic I was, right? Either way, just giving you the heads up. Amazon got rid of 9k more people, and they got rid of completely everything of Comixology. So I guess that also really impacts us as well. I mean, they're like, yo, just throw that shit to the Kindle. Get rid of them. Like, wow. Moving forward, quick update. In case you don't know, with My Hero Academia Season 6 wrapping itself up this week, uh, they officially confirmed that My Hero Academia Season 7 is on the way. And to be honest with you, unless we had some startling news that it wasn't happening i fully expected it to happen i mean we've gotten a season of my hero every year for the last what six years going on seven now so no doubt in my mind i, I was like okay yeah <laughs> and, and water is wet my lord you know what i'm saying like yeah there's gonna be uh you know another season of my hero we haven't finished and on top of that the manga is doing fantastic the manga is still serializing horikoshi's still hard at work so yeah it's getting another season it's getting the seventh season which i wouldn't be surprised if not the seventh, definitely, I'm going to call it. If it ain't the seventh season being the finale, the final season, which it might not be just because the manga is still going. And I don't know how much of a difference there is between where the anime is right now and where the manga in terms of page count. But I could see if it ain't season seven being the finale, like they're going to cram everything into season seven, then they may go to eight. Because also don't forget that there was that whole 10-year movie plan, which they technically haven't gone off course. And in case you don't know what I'm talking about, there was rumors and reports that came out that My Hero Academia was slated for 10 movies every year, a movie or, or two. And it was like, whoa, what the hell? And probably people are like, well, there wasn't no movie last year. Well, they still technically met their contractual obligations because they made two OVAs and packaged it as a movie over there in Japanese theaters. So... There's still the possibility of more movies to come. So that's why I say if they're going to stretch it with this whole movie thing, they might go to eight seasons. They might. But as it stands right now, it could be that this could be the final season. Although considering that they're not marketing it as like they didn't say like, yo, final season, we don't really know. So all we know right now is for sure there is a season seven coming, which, again, I fully expected it like. It, it had to happen. It had to happen, my lord. My Hero Academia continuing on, baby. Quick update for Jujutsu Kaisen fans. I just wanted to tell you that they have some news incoming for the upcoming season. I believe they said March 25th. Don't quote me on that. But sometime in March, they're giving us another update, which I'm expecting a trailer, considering the anime debuts in July. And they also released updated character designs of Suguru Ghetto and Gojo from the upcoming season. And I ain't gonna lie, they look clean as hell, especially... I really dig the baggy pants, giving it that true 90s feel, or even, you know, uh, hammer time. Dun, 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 Like, yo, what the hell are we doing up in here with <laughs> Ghetto's clothing? Uh, and then Gojo just, you know, clean, fitted, slick, all of that jazz. And it's going to be nice to see Ghetto again on the screen. So, yeah, just a little update. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's next season is on the way. They're releasing character designs. They release a lot of character designs of a lot of stuff this month. I don't know. It's March madness up in here but yeah Jujutsu Kaisen it's on the way with new info and we got some character designs next up just wanted to give a little update in the hip-hop world for an artist that maybe some of you are familiar with Royce the 59 aka one of the half of bad meets evil alongside Eminem well apparently Royce got some really awesome stuff going on in his world called the heaven experience now you probably be like what's the heaven experience though like yo give me give me a little scoop on this well apparently the heaven experience is a virtual world from heaven's 
Studios built to bring the music community closer. Get up close and personal with Royce the 5'9 and other legendary artists while enjoying access to content and insider education from the industry. And basically this would be like an investment to be able to not only you could speak with I believe Royce and get some insight from Royce and at the same time converse with him on different things. Royce the 5'9. There's also VIP events, limited release apparel, exclusive songs and performances, private interviews, royalties. Like there's just a whole bunch of different things. There's a timeline right here. I got all the scoops so you can check it out but definitely recommend especially if you want to get into the music industry the music scene or just in general you're a big fan of Royce the 5'9 I think this would be something really dope this is not an ad I'm not paid to say this I just think that this is a cool opportunity and in general I'm a big fan of Royce the 5'9's music always have been Royce is a, a amazing artist the allegory shout outs to that in the book of Ryan and just in general yeah check out the heavenexperience.com and go see what's going on over there you might get into something that you might really be excited for moving forward just a small update for the undead unluck fandom in particular regarding the anime undead unluck tv anime teaser visual broadcast begins in october i'm not sure if that was confirmed yet or not but okay so we know for sure undead unluck coming this fall this october and we got another visual and i'm really excited about this one dog from the 20 some odd chapters i read of undead unluck it was really dope fans have been highly praising this giving it critical praise not just like yo we really like it like i've heard nothing but like this is damn near peak so undead unluck if you haven't heard about it october 2023 we got the anime incoming and this visual right here gives you a little bit of taste of what's to come because from everything i remember the battle system gets a little bit complex to so think like hunter hunter and just in general it's a fascinating world and at the same time still funny and comedic so you can get into it on a basic level as well but yeah undead unluck october 2023 epic visual let's freaking go i'm excited and you finally you know what i'm saying it looks like jump is finally letting the dogs out so to speak to let some other series shine like we've been in this other world for a hot minute of jujutsu kaisen demon slayer chainsaw man it's like yo that that was a cool era but let's get on to something else and, and then you know, we got marshall which actually let's talk some marshall because i think we got a new trailer for marshall magic and muscles again from a1 pictures as well as a little bit of info right here it says here marshall tv anime's new pv series is scheduled to broadcast april 7th 2023 so this spring and we got another key visual of the anime and i ain't gonna lie i'm not expecting too much because based on the trailer it looks good it looks clean but i'm not expecting like one punch man season one animation despite the comparisons the never-ending comparisons that marshall gets to one punch man and at the same time this key visual looks dope and i'm really excited for this one this is a fresh shonen from my understanding it's going to be two cores and also from my understanding this is going to be a complete adaptation i don't know how that's going to work because i don't know if they could fit there's over 100 chapters easily over like maybe 150 chapters of marshall at this point like there's a lot of chapters of marshall let's see it started early 2020 to 2021 2022 2023 yeah it's approaching 150 chapters i don't know how they're gonna get that done in 24 episodes that sounds like overkill to be honest with you but either way martial magic and muscles new key visual new trailer trailer looks pretty good as well and i'm excited for some martial baby I'm, I'm excited for this new era jump like i said we got undead unluck on one side we got martial on the other side and not to mention we got those two but also another one that might not come this year i'm not sure it might be like maybe winter heading into next year but the elusive samurai we spoke about that one getting an anime and we have a key visual for the elusive samurai right here it says just elusive samurai anime teaser visual which it has one of the main characters i like that it looks like it's getting into the more uh quote-unquote or 
oriental clothing and whatnot and it looks like it's going true to blue samurai and art style wise it looks pretty dope and i'm excited to see what this has to offer again in case you don't know about the elusive samurai it's from the same creator as assassination classroom and that was a very big one with koro sensei that alien guy that came and threatened the world and stuff like that so this one it might be pretty dope because assassination classroom was interesting and either way it looks like like i said again undead unluck martial magic and muscles and the elusive samurai jump is finally moving on they're like okay we can't keep on in the demon slayer jujutsu kaisen era forever we got to keep it going and now they're starting to let other series shine with their anime adaptations let's go i'm super super here for it moving forward i'm sure naruto fans globally will appreciate this one because they recently released a tribute to the akatsuki a little pv tribute to all of the akatsuki members and i ain't gonna lie it was massively sick they even had like i want to say this was like the main image maybe don't quote me on that but it's the naruto special akatsuki preview commemorating its tv anime's 20th anniversary and it just shows a whole bunch of epicness of one of the most badass groups of all time. Don't lie, you know. Like, yo, shout outs to all the groups out there because there's been some epic ones. You know, there's dudes in Inuyasha. I forgot what they were called. I don't know why they just came to my mind. There's something Hawk, not Band of the Hawk. That's a whole other animal in and of itself. But, you know, there's the Phantom Troop from Hunter Hunter. And uh, the Akatsuki still, they reign supreme as some of the most badasses that you've seen in anime and manga. And, uh, yeah, this tribute was freaking awesome. I loved it. It's, again, like manga panel style but popping out at you and everything and i really appreciated it, it kind of makes me miss the akatsuki and be like yo shen uchiha was on to something bring back the akatsuki no. <laughs> epic stuff and just in general it's nice to see that with this naruto 20th anniversary celebration they're continuing to deliver goods we've gotten a lot of really awesome stuff from you know the naruto top poll voting to get a character getting its own manga like there's been a lot of stuff that little anniversary special animation that they did we got four og Naruto episodes incoming in October or September, October, and then now we got this uh, Akatsuki PV, and they've been doing other PVs as well, like... They're actually showing love for an anniversary the right way for once. Like, yo, shout out to Jump for giving Naruto his just dues because y'all know y'all still making bread, bank, all sorts of stuff off of Naruto's name till this day. So you better give it love. Yeah. <laughs> we demand love for Naruto. Moving forward, we got updates for the Seven Deadly Sins spinoff series, sequel, whatever you want to call it. The Four Nights of the Apocalypse anime. It just says here, Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, new key visual and it looks great and if you've seen the little teaser trailer that they released you know that this is going to be a radical departure from the i don't know what the word would be to describe what they have done to the seven deadly sins animation like i always say it season one goaded season two it was all right they still did their thing season three what are we doing here season four uh, uh, and then those uh, OVAs that they put on Netflix. <laughs> oh God, now they did us dirty. So yeah, it, it, it's been massively horrible. Uh, but this one, it looks like they're redeeming themselves. It looks like because it's also technically a fresh IP. It's like, you know, think the Seven Deadly Sins title is just a subtitle to it's really Four Nights of the Apocalypse. And this visual right here looks awesome with some of the main characters. I'm imagining those are those four knights of the apocalypse and i guess they're replacing hawks with this it looks like a fox of sorts so that's probably going to be hawks that's probably going to be the king character with the white hat although he's more like i don't know if he's like a magician or something then of course that's the meliodas 
Hulk-esque character, I'm assuming, with the green hair back there. Kind of looks like one of the Holy Knights, opposed to like one of the Seven Deadly Sins. And then also on the other side, I'm guessing that's the Elizabeth of the crew. So a little bit of a shrunken down crew. It went from the Seven Deadly Sins to the Four Knights and a Fox, but I'm really hyped for this. I think that this is going to be dope. There's some questionable stuff in there that I'm not looking forward to, to be honest with you, because Nakama Suzuki, he refuses to put the drink down, and that drink been making him make some wild decisions. So what you, what you been doing, Nakama, drawing some of this stuff? You've been, you've been bad, dog. You've been a bad, bad dog, bro. Like, what, what, what? But yeah, this visual looks gas, and I'm I'm excited for the anime to uh, come. It's been a minute, and yeah, Seven Deadly Sins ended how many years ago now? A few years ago, right? Wow, crazy. Moving forward, we got a new trailer for the upcoming solo leveling anime. Broadcast begins winter 2024, so I'm assuming they mean winter going into 2024, so like maybe this January. I hope they don't mean like December of, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that'd be horrendous or whatever. I'm hoping they mean like, and, and December, I mean like December 2024. Like I hope they don't mean that. I hope they mean like January 2024 because yeah, that, that'd be ridiculous at this point. And I do think that they mean January, but we got a new trailer. And just in general, uh, I've seen a little bit of an outrage because apparently they've officially changed his name, the main character, uh, to like a more Japanese-esque name because it is going to be, I think, premiering in Japan. This isn't going to be because it's a Originally a Korean manhwa, so a, like a think webtoons and whatnot, but it's actually going to be adapted by uh, the Japanese. So I'm not sure. At, at the end of the day, like people, they gave a lot of criticism back in the day when Funimation would make slight changes to anime for the dub and stuff like that. I fully expect for an outcry and an outpour of rage at the same time if they're doing it like this. Like if y'all gave it over here, I remember it was hard. You know, you cannot say Special Beam Cannon, or uh, if not, you don't know nothing about Dragon Ball. You better say. Kanko Sapo. Y'all better do the same thing over there with this solo leveling situation, okay? If they decide to call some of the characters Bob, Greg, and Joe, like, yeah, give them hell. Like, yeah, I gave Funimation dub fans of Dragon Ball Z and a bunch of dub fans in general for years, and even still do, even though, like, they don't make egregious changes like that anymore. Like, yeah, give, give them hell over there, too, for changing from the original stuff. You know what I'm saying? You dig? But either way, solo leveling broadcast begins winter 2024. Cool trailer out as well. I'm just waiting to see how this thing goes. I read like maybe a chapter or two of it back in the day. Never really got into it. Not that I didn't like it. It was just like, a, hey, I'll get to it eventually. And well, maybe the anime would be where I get to it. Moving forward, very, very hyped to bring you guys this news. In case you may hear about a little series by Wit Studio called Ranking of Kings. Well, Ranking of Kings itself. Uh, <clears throat> we've got some Ranking of Kings anime incoming and not just one episode either. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. But yeah, so from my understanding here, we got it says TV anime side story ranking of kings treasure chest of courage has 10 total episodes aka osama ranking yuki no takara bako but yeah it looks like we're getting this 10 episode ranking of kings anime now i'm wondering if this is going to be like a director's cut of ranking of kings like it's going to be like the same old anime but just with new scenes or i mean they're calling it side story so i'm guessing that maybe with studio was like yo dog we need more of this ranking of kings and we need it now there's not enough to make another season Again, I'm assuming this is not enough to make another season right now. So why don't we make some, you know, an anime of some side story stuff? So maybe they're going to add like side stories in between the original anime because initial reports had me looking at it like this. Ranking of Kings new anime reveals April 13th debut, theme songs and video. The official website for the anime of Ranking of Kings manga revealed a main promo video for the upcoming Treasure Chest of Courage anime on Sunday. The video reveals the previews, both people, okay, it reveals, you know, openings and whatnot, but while the 
video describes the anime as a special episode, and while the staff have not yet been announced as an episode count for the anime, it was. The website states the anime will premiere April 13th on Fuji TV and will air every Thursday at 12.55, confirming that the show will be more than just one episode in length. The anime will tell a story that has not been seen in the original anime and will feature a returning cast. Okay, so it's going to be 10 original side stories? I don't know. Is, is there like a spinoff of Ranking of Kings or are there like cover page stories of Ranking of Kings? Like, I'm curious how this is going to play out. Is this going to be original or again, is it going to be the Ranking of Kings anime and yo, dog, there's a new story here, a new story there. Like, I'm very curious to see how this goes. I'm a massive fan of Ranking of Kings. I thought that anime was gas. It was brilliant. It was awesome. It was different and which studio did their thing. So let's see. I just hope this isn't like a cash grab situation. It's like, oh, Ranking of Kings made us so much money. Let's put out anything and everything of Ranking of Kings because we can't wait because that would kind of be a bummer. And it's like, yeah, 10 episodes of like Gaka is... 10 episodes of Kaka, which Kaka is Spanish for shit, and we don't want Spanish for shit around these parts, bruh. You dig? No, all seriousness, I really want a, a, a dope anime from this. I love Ranking of Kings. It was so awesome, and I'm not sure, again, how much content is there to adapt for a season two, but if this is good, then I'll be very happy. Moving forward, Gintama fans, all hope ain't lost, despite the fact that the series ended its initial original serialization quite a while ago now. God damn, I feel like time is just flying by. It says here, Gintama manga's 3nen Zigumi Genpachi Sensei spinoff novel gets new anime. The Gintama event announced on Sunday that 3nen Zigumi Genpachi Sensei, Class 3Z's teacher Genpachi, the spinoff novel series. Okay, so this was Tomohito Osaki's spinoff novel series of Hideaki Sorachi's Gintama manga manga will be getting an anime adaptation so this was a spinoff i don't know if you remember when you watched gintama they would always have those little gag thing not always but oftentimes they would have the gag thing of like gintoki being like a teacher and whatnot it seems as though they made a full-blown spinoff series in novel form and now they're doing an anime of it that is so freaking hype osaki spinoff novel series is set in gintama high school and follows the school teacher ginpachi sakata despite not having the personality or appearance befitting a teacher and his students the story first debut in 06 shueisha published the latest volume in the novel series in 2018. Sodachi is credited for the original work. Three Nenzi Gumi Genpachi Sensei was previously animated as a short at the end of several Gintama anime series episodes. So are they going to redo those parts as well? And just like, hey, go buy some Gintama. Look at this shit. Uh, Sodachi's original science fiction period drama comedy began. Okay, yeah, we already know that. And it ended in 2019. Okay, so this is four to five years, depending on when this comes out. Four to five years after Gintama ended. And in general, it'll just be nice to have some Gintama back i know it won't be gintama gintama at the end of the day, gintama wrapped itself up very unfortunately because uh why do all good things come to an end but yeah gintama's already over but we're still gonna have some more laughs with this one and i'll probably check it out i don't know if i'm like that gung-ho gung-ho just because again it's like a novel spin-off gag thingy majay that they put in a bunch of the episodes of the anime to begin with but i'm looking forward to it either way moving forward fans of rumiko takahashi aka the author and artist of inuyasha i want to change the world that one uh yeah she's working on something new says here Rumiko Takahashi draws new one shot. This year's seventh issue of Shogakugan's big comic original magazine announced on Monday that Rumiko Takahashi, aka author of Inuyasha, Ranma One Half, Urusai Yatsura, don't, don't sleep on Rumiko, is drawing a new one shot manga titled Kane no Chikara, The Power of Money, as part of her Rumik Theater uh, series in the magazine's next issue, April 5th. The manga will have 32 pages and will have a color opening page. And based on the art right here, it looks very classic, like, you know, I don't know, maybe 70s. 80s 
manga style maybe not 70s maybe more like 80s manga style here very interesting there and it says takahashi rumiko gekijo is an irregular series of shorts that runs in big comic original and has inspired an anthology tv anime and a live action tv series viz media published blah 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 yeah okay so we got uh, a new one shot from rumiko takahashi i'm not sure how long it'll take to get translated to be honest with you because i don't see translators being like oh my god rumiko's doing something new although i think it's really dope that rumiko is bringing something fresh to the table and at the same time, you know, this is a legend right here. Romiko Takahashi been creating manga for like probably one of the longest running manga authors out there. On top of that, had multiple series hits back to back. This is like pretty much Hiromashima's female counterpart of like this woman has had hit after hit after hit. And she's not stopping because boom, just when you think it's over, she comes with another one. She's the, the DJ Khaled female of manga. Oh, uh, another one. Moving forward, fans of Akira Toriyama. In case you don't remember, we reported that Sandland is getting an anime and they even had a full-on trailer that showcased they were utilizing the same technology they used for the dragon ball super superhero film for this anime that 3d cg blend with 2d composite and yeah we got some insight on it it says akira toriyama sandland manga gets anime film august 18th okay so they finally settled on it being a film because initially they just said it's getting an anime and a lot of people are like but isn't it only like a volume or two or something like how the hell that gonna work but it says here the teaser website for the sandland project announced on Wednesday, aka World Water Day, that Akira Toriyama's Sandland manga will get an anime film adaptation that will open in theaters in Japan on August 18th. Sunrise slash Kamikaze Doga and Anima are producing the animation. The website unveiled the character visuals, which some of these character visuals do look pretty gassed if I do say so myself. In particular, I like what the main character looks like. He looks pretty solid. And there was a few others released as well. And just in general, it's good to know that, okay, it's a film. And I'm, I'm excited to see it as well and it's weird that it's going through kamikaze doga but i guess the dragon ball team is not completely dedicated to dragon ball because like this seems like they're using the same technology that uh toei used and it kind of even looks similar to dragon ball superhero so i thought initially like oh toei's doing it but no it's not toei at all so interesting enough but either way yeah toriyama got something new maybe it's not even called the dragon ball room anymore maybe it's just called the toriyama room like what else can we squeeze out of toriyama's greatness he did 30 million years ago like let's go with that moving forward very big news that i was pretty excited about and i didn't expect in 100 million years we got a reunion that kind of takes some of us back to our childhood in case you don't remember go go power rangers yeah power rangers is coming back uh the originals uh it says here power rangers 30th anniversary specials trailer highlight story and action scenes i've seen the trailer again I'm, I'm still shocked to see some of the originals dog from my childhood coming through netflix began streaming a trailer for the new mighty morphin power rangers once and always 30th anniversary special on wednesday the trailer previews the special story and shows off action scenes the special will feature a reunion of the original cast and crew of the mighty morphin power rangers series and will debut on netflix april 19th uh, and yeah, it's unfortunate because in case you don't know, the actor that played Tommy did pass away. And from my understanding, from what I heard, don't quote me on this, but I did hear that he actually wasn't going to be a part of this regardless. He had turned this down, but I also hear that potentially there might be some sort of tribute. They definitely need to do it because I mean, it deserves it. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, he was a core central piece and he stood on Power Rangers longer than everybody else. When everybody else dipped out of Power Rangers, he was still in there. I seen him years later, still doing things in the Power Rangers. So shout outs to Tommy. It's unfortunate that 
Uh, he won't be in this one. But either way, it looks kind of cool, and I wouldn't mind seeing it. If it's just one special thing and, you know, seeing Alpha and based off the trailer, the camera angles look sick and whatnot. They did, like, similar camera angles to back in the day, like, 90s filming and stuff like that. I'm massively excited. Also, it looks like they finally let Billy take off those damn glasses that he hated so much that made him feel like he was going blind. So, shout-outs to that. But, yeah, if you're a fan of Power Rangers, this is one that I'm excited about, and I think you are, too. Don't lie. You know you was going to McDonald's to get those Power Rangers toys. Stop capping! But you're not going to McDonald's now. And that's the end of the story. Yeah, yeah. Roni Kencha fans, I got some good news. In case you don't remember, we announced that they got a new anime incoming for Roroni Kenshin. It is a complete remake from the original. So this is going to be starting off from the beginning. And it says here, Roroni Kenshin TV anime broadcast begins July 2023. So this summer season, oh my God, this year of anime is just going to be so lit. And they got a new key visual, even though I feel like nothing is going to do more justice than that little teaser that they put out. Because that teaser looked absolutely absolute fire of seeing the Batosai before he became Kenshin and yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it like like Roni Kenshin at the end of the day was one of the big three like uh, and I'm talking about the OG big three not not Naruto One Piece and Bleach like yeah they're technically the real big three always and forever but before them there were three that ran shit and that was Dragon Ball Z Roni Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho so Roni Kenshin getting another crack at a remake considering it never adapted the final arc that is great I do still gotta buy trust and betrayal on blu-ray someday i just gotta throw that in there but yeah july 2023 new roroni kenshin anime uh incoming with a new visual right here what is that sanosuke i, I forget some of the names ah but yeah uh we we've got something cooking lads let's go kaiju number eight fans now there's been a little bit of a stir recently i've noticed about kaiju number eight because they released some character designs and character visuals for the upcoming anime and it says here new character visual series will be produced by production ig and premieres 2024 and that that's all fine and dandy but Based on some of the character designs they released of the you know main cast, a lot of people are not liking how they look in comparison to their manga counterparts. Like Kafka himself, he got like this really cheesy grin. A lot of people don't like it. They say that his face looks just a little bit too different for their liking. And then they also got another one of the kaiju itself. And I think it's just like these character sheets. I think based on the little teaser trailer they put at the very least, it looked fine. And I don't know. I think people are being overly critical about everything nowadays. Like, dog, oh my god, the character sheet doesn't look exactly like calm down like stop like breathe like it'll be all right kaiju number eight will be fine it is in the hands of production ig people no <laughs> i don't know people are raging over this and i'm like it ain't that serious dog it looks fine to me it doesn't look exactly like the manga but they never normally do and yeah kafka looks a little bit i guess you would say goofy in his anime counterpart but eh, i don't know let's see more like when we get a full-blown trailer and it still kind of looks wonky or whatever then we could talk but for now it's just character sheets and at the end of the day you're just giving it more promo which inevitably when it turns around and everybody sees the trailer and say oh my god i was so silly you're gonna feel silly so relax people let kaiju breathe don't try and do this to this kaiju series because it's actually pretty gas unless of course the anime sucks then i tried hey people let's jump into the weekly shonen magazine author comments seemingly no jump comments this week and for starters we got blue locks editor tia and he came with seemingly a joke tia will be taking a break from the toc commentary this week to manage all of his white day matchups whatever the hell that means like alrighty then uh then moving forward we've got eden zero fairy tale creator hiro mashima i cleaned up and refreshed my sofa before it had given off a derelict 
feeling, but now it looks great. So we, we now have confirmation Hiromashima has cleaned his sofa. Yeah, we, we needed that information, people, that was vital to our lives and our survival. <laughs> then we got uh, Nakaba Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins. Winter Hirazake is incredible. I'm going to drink this bottle to the last drop. Hirazake or Fin Sake is a drink made from blowfish tail doused in hot sake, a.k.a. Nakaba Suzuki once again for the probably thousandth time is talking about homie is getting drunk. Great, great, great example to set for the kiddos reading weekly Shonen Magazine, Nakaba Suzuki. You're, you're truly a shining gem for that one, buddy. Uh, then we got, let's see, uh, the author of, is that Black Clover? Oh, no, no. It's something called Dead Account. What the hell? No, I'm just playing because the main character looks like awesome from Black Clover. Shizumu Watanabe from Dead Account. Thanks for your hard work on your serial. Ogure Sensei, I've admired your work in the past and will continue to do so. Uh, is that a series I've recently? ended i feel like it was uh then we got gachi aquita's k urana i'm taking next week off oh man a week off sounds fantastic and maybe i might do the same i don't know i feel like taking this week off i i right now would love to be off hey then we got negi haraba author of ranger reject volume 9 comes out tomorrow angel ushikubo uh yeah ranger reject i think the anime is coming soon right hopefully i'm looking forward to getting into it via the anime uh then we We've got, finally, To Your Eternity's Yoshitoki Oima. I'd like to thank everyone involved in the production of the anime's second season. And we already have confirmation of the third season, so that's pretty freaking awesome. Shoutouts to Yoshitoki Oima from To Your Eternity and just in general. That's a pretty awesome series. But yeah, that's all we have for the author comments this week. I know it's a little bit short, but that's what she said. <laughs> okay, people, and let's finish this off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week. Courtesy of Joseph underscore K. 50 through 41. Okay, what is this manga? 48. Sengoku Komachi Kurotan, volume 13. No idea what it is, but the cover looks pretty cool. And the main character, I kind of like, I kind of like. 14.4 in three days, not bad. Then we got One Piece volume 104 with 14.5K this week, bringing its total surpassing 1.9. Uh, it'll probably, it'll be out of the top 50 probably next week, I'm imagining, but it'll hit 2 mil before it stops, like, really making sales, I think, I don't know, but either way, you know, selling 2 million after debuting in, what, 1997, was it that One Piece came out? Yeah, that, that's no small feat to say the least. Uh, then we got, what is this? Manchuria Opium Squad, Volume 12. Well, for starters, why is there a manga about opium? What the hell? Seven days on sale, 14.5K, 14.7 total. Yo, they, they be wild. Who's, oh, it's a seinen. Okay, it's technically geared towards older people, so I can't complain. But it's still wild, a manga about opium. Or at the very least, the title has opium in it, kind of wild. And yeah, that's the top 50 through 41. Uh, I guess you would say obscure, aside from One Piece. Like, majority of these series I'm not really familiar with. But let's mosey on over to uh, 40 through 31, see what's going on over there. Let's see, okay, we got at 39, Ayakashi Triangle, Volume 2. Volume 2? Hasn't Ayakashi Triangle already had many volumes? What the hell? Vol only Volume 2? 
Okay. Uh, 16.3K and in 10 days, 35K total. Still selling well despite the fact that it got removed from Jump and put in Jump Plus because of several controversies. And uh, I don't I don't blame them. I'm not even gonna lie. The stuff that I was seeing in Ayakashi Triangle was a wee bit wild to say the least. So, yeah. The, the, those are the consequences for good old Kentaro Yabuki. Then we got at 37... Jujutsu Kaisen's latest volume 21 still rocking out 17k this week with 1.4 mil total uh damn that volume came out in December and it's still doing numbers I mean it won't leave the top 50 at least for another couple weeks and yeah doing numbers although it is interesting to note that I want to say you know Jujutsu Kaisen's been competing with One Piece to a certain degree on debut but we're starting to see the difference like One Piece 1.9 Jujutsu Kaisen 1.4 and yeah, we'll, we'll see in the end, but One Piece still got it, baby. One Piece still doing its thing. Uh, let's see. What is this? Seihantai na Kimi Toboku. I don't know. Cool little cover there. It's not the most detailed, but you and I are polar opposites. Maybe it's like a romance? Yeah, shonen romance. Okay, kind of cool. 10 days, 17K. Uh, this week, 36 total. 36.9, almost 37. Uh, moving forward. Uh, Seinen series. See, I'm, I'm starting to get geared towards, I want to you know, be a little bit more acquainted with Seinen series. Parallel Paradise, Volume 20. This is 20 volumes deep. See, stuff like that is like, okay, imagine you got into this. 18.6K. Maybe one person watching this right now is like, oh, I love Parallel Paradise. But for the majority of us that have never even heard of Parallel Paradise, uh, it'd be interesting to check out. And they got 20 volumes. We've got, again, a bunch of series I'm not familiar with. Saiken de Katahon, Volume 6. 19k in seven days yeah this one looks kind of cool i'm not gonna lie very wholesome uh karakai jozu no moto takagi-san volume 17 19.333 in three days that's pretty cool i ain't gonna lie i like very wholesome then let's go on to 30 through 21 okay now i'm starting to see some familiar faces let's go at number 30 akane banashi volume 5 in 10 days, 46k. Yeah, this is a hit. This is already a hit because this is only volume 5 and it's doing 50k in 10 days. And it's not a battle series. Sure, it's in Jump, but it's not a battle series. To my knowledge, I don't think Jump has ever really dove into Rakugo. Uh, I wasn't even familiar with it until this series. So, yeah, really awesome stuff. My Hero, volume 37, doing great numbers. 20.5, uh, total 652k, total uh, and that came out, when was that? That came out, okay, February, so it's still doing numbers. It'll it'll probably hit 700, maybe 800 before leaving the top 50. Not bad. Uh, then we got at number 27. Again, hold on. <laughs> Clap it up, dog. Yes, yes, yes. Tizen 5. Uh, Ichinose, the Deadly Sins. What, what is it? Ichinose family, the Deadly Sins. This series is fantastic. Go watch my first impression video I did on my Fenable World channel. Uh, in 10 days, 41K. This is a brand new series. This is volume one. This is a hit. It probably won't be a long series. I'm going to guess maybe no more than seven volumes. Maybe. But yeah, this won't be a long series at all. And 41K in 10 days. It won't get canceled at all. This is volume. Dog. This is volume one, and in 10 days, it is only 5K behind Akane Banashi, which has been going on for five volumes, and it's had push. So, big, big, big win. Tizen 5, big, big win. It'll surpass Akane, I'm betting, next week. I'm betting next week this will have more sales than Akane. V fantastic. I love to see it. If you haven't read it yet, the Ichinose family, Deadly Sins, go check it out. It's pretty freaking amazing. This one I haven't seen in a while. Okay, it's a fan book of Inuma-kun, 28.5. 
5k in five days a freaking fan book that shit is popping that shit is popular shall i say whatever you want to call it it's it's doing numbers lad okay now let's mosey on over to 20 through 11 20 through 11 at number 19 al ashi volume 31 32k this week 170k in 13 days fabulous we got don the don volume 9 at number 14 with 35k 76k in 10 days total not too bad not too bad it's a little bit of a decline from at what it was at its peak if i'm not mistaken but still considering it hasn't gotten anime yet and nowadays i feel like they're taking a little bit longer to get anime adaptations which is really good i i applaud that decision because you know who wants a rush adaptation that Back in the day, especially, it would end on a anime only. Who the hell wants that, you know? So, shout-outs to Don the Don and 76K in 10 days. I gotta catch up. I'm still behind. We got, oh, Hanako-kun, 164K in 14 days. Another hit. Really, really dope stuff. What is this? Why does that look like Kirito from Sword Art Online with some creepy lowly shit? Ugh. Okay, and then we've got top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. Coming in at number 9, Black Clover in 10 days, 95K for volume 34. That's good. Okay, it improved. Yeah, initially I was a little bit skeptical, and this is definitely still a drop compared to Black Clover. It used to do about 100 plus every volume within about a week. So 95K in 10 days is still awesome. Hasn't had an anime in a couple years. They pushed back the movie to Blue Hell, so you know. It is what it is at the end of the day, uh, 95.8, not bad at all, and also considering the fact that the cover is of a brand new character too, it's not even, you know, Asta or Yuno or anything like that, I gotta show love, I don't care what people feel, cause I know some people are like, you're pandering to Black Clover, man, you know what, big old mill finger to you. hey, Black Clover doing numbers, I like to see it, then coming in at number 7, Durogan Boru Super Volume 20, or Dragon Ball Cho, Volume 20, <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Volume 20, uh, 144k in 10 days, Dragon Ball doing incredible numbers, imagine when the anime comes back, because Dragon Ball's manga sales have gone up significantly, uh, or Dragon Ball Super's manga sales have gone up significantly, and yeah, without an anime in a few years, well, damn, more than a few years, the anime ended in 2018, god damn, bro, how the time flies, it just, yeah, Dragon Ball Super ended, what was it, March 2018, oh my god, we're five years removed, and it feels like every year we get leaks, oh, Dragon Ball Super anime is returning, oh, Dragon Ball Super anime is returning, and nothing, but yeah, 144k, 10 days, great work, uh, moving forward, Shit that I don't know about. <laughs> Kaiju number 8, volume 9, at number 3. 300,000 in 10 days. Yeah, everything is picking back up from last week. What felt like a slump. I still feel this is a bit low for Kaiju. Kaiju would be about 400,000 by now. But it's still a mega win. Mega, mega, major win. Then number 2, Jujutsu Kaisen. 10 days, 907k. Almost a milli with my girl, Maki. Let's go! Love, love, love to see it. But of course... Number one, the only one, the only one that really matters, no, no, <laughs> in 10 days, 1.4 million, One Piece, volume 105, which is kind of crazy, there is no more competition with Jujutsu Kaisen and One Piece, because, I mean, look, numbers don't lie, it's, what, 500k more, this has been going on since 1997, so, speaks volumes, pun intended, shoutouts to Big One Piece, love the cover, and in general, all the manga that made the top 50 this week, let's go but that's all i have for this one i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace and you guys just watched another episode of Whatever News.
Have an awesome day. Subscribe and hit that bell to get more. Yeah. I have a dream alone in my room as I sit with the tea. Couldn't possibly think what I often see. And you don't even know how I often blink. Lights be flashing and looking at me. Such an odd, unique. Yet I'm so unique. And you're looking at me. If the walls could talk, they would probably be bleak. And I'd probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me.